0: So you have to know that what you offer is of value and that if you love it, other people will love it welcome to the sing
1: confidently live creatively podcast a show to help you build confidence as you start singing acting dancing and being creative again hi i'm estelle i'm a singer actor performer and beginner voice coach who knows how it feels to want to use your god-given creative gifts but you stay stuck in fear and doubt the solution is to start building confidence you have gifts that you need to grow and use and share and the world is waiting for you i want to be there with you to help you do that It's time to live creatively. So without further ado, let's begin. Hi, welcome. Welcome back to the show. It's another day. It's another week. I'm so excited for today's episode. We got an interview, honey. Before we jump into the interview and before I introduce our guest that I know is going to be so helpful for you. How are you doing? My friend, my aspiring artist, fellow creative like are we excited for this new year still do we still got that fire in us right we still got that that drive keep it up keep that fire keep that drive um, if you need a refresher go listen to the last couple episodes about how to you know passionately pursue your creative dreams in 2024 because that is what we are here to do and this show is here to help you if you need anything at all that's what this show is for that's what the performing arts community on facebook is for that's what i'm here for um, you can always dm me on instagram at estelle Aveberry, or email me and i'm happy to support in any way whatsoever and i just want to see you thrive like i want to see you shining thriving as a creative as a performing artist in my church a restoration It's called rccg restoration in north carolina the theme for this year is dominion right and anyone listening if you go to restoration hey let me know if you're listening (laughs) because the theme for this year is dominion and it's all about taking dominion and i'm like artists listen up like this is what we need this is what we need to hear because so many times like artists are at the bottom of the barrel like the arts oh a career in the arts like that's like the last thing on anyone's mind like nobody thinks that's worthwhile a lot of the time or a lot of the time or they think that it's like such such a such a hard thing to pursue that what's what's like what's the point you know and I wanna be here to tell you that no, like there is a point, your art is important, it does matter. We all enjoy the arts, we all love the arts. So I want you to know that your gift is worthwhile, that you ought to and should and have the ability to take dominion as an artist, as a creative, as a performing artist in this year. And I'm so here for that, I'm so here to do that. And I know by the grace of God alone, I am going to do that in this year, are you with me? Okay, so let's do that let's do that and um i'm just so excited to see you shining and thriving just like i want to see myself shining and thriving as an artist whether that's auditioning and seeing open doors and growing as a performer i want to begin to sing even with more authenticity and confidence and boldness and um, I want to be a become a better actor and singer and singing coach as well, right? And that's why I'm I'm literally in a master's program. And um, at this point, when you're listening to this, I think my classes will just be about to start. And I'm so excited to like start learning even more and digging deeper into music and and voice and teaching that and. So I wanna be better, I wanna be better and I wanna pour more into you guys to help you and be of service to you, that's why I'm doing this. And so I just, I know that thriving is, is it's just, it is a must this year and I hope that for all of us, I really do. And if you are with me on that, like listen in, let's stay together this year. Don't, um, don't doubt and give up on your dreams for one second, let's keep going. Um, and if you need any support when it comes to that, that's what the show is here for and i also have some support for you especially if you know that you want to build dominion and build confidence in yourself as a singer like i know what it's like to really want to feel so confident in your voice and feel confident in who you are as a person and as a performer and you just like you're like how do i do that like how do i start how do I get there, right? Right now, I am in the middle of the Sing Confidently program. It's an online live course, all about my four steps to start singing with confidence, which I've gone over before. I've done a workshop on it. I'll definitely do more on it. And listen up because it's definitely going to come back. The Sing Confidently program is going to be here for you. Like, you this is gonna come back so you definitely have an opportunity to still um engage with this sing confidently framework the four steps to start singing with confidence and i'm here to just teach that again and again and help you guys start singing with confidence and if you feel like wow i would really love to be a singer and perform more but honestly i just like don't feel very confident like i'm here for you and I want to help you get started, even if you're not able to be in the program this time around, you can still get started singing with confidence, okay? Go to creativelybyestelle.com slash tips. There is a quick sign up form you can just um, put in your name and your email, and I'm going to automatically, I will send you um, t- a free PDF of my five tips to help you start building confidence. So it'll be available for you. Just go there, and um, it'll automatically add you to the email list, so you'll, get weekly inspiration on singing with more confidence over and over again like you're just going to get more of it more of it more of it but you're going to get these five steps to really these are five steps tips to help you get started singing with confidence so if you're not able to be in the program this time around don't worry you can still start building confidence as a singer and a performer literally today so go to creativelybyestelle.com slash tips creativelybyestelle.com slash tips because I would love for all of us to be singing and performing with confidence this year and just to be confident humans like period end of story if you are a confident person you will be confident as a singer too and um it's all it's going to impact all areas of your life as well so make sure that you're you go grab that. It's, it's free. It's just a free PDF and it's going to have these tips for you. You can literally take action on any one of them today and you will see the impact. So make sure that you go and download that real quick creativelybyestelle.com slash tips. Now today's episode is absolutely aligned with helping you go to the next level as a performer and an artist. I'm so excited because it's something that like, you know the show mainly focuses on helping you as a singer actor dancer performer um someone who wants to be a performing artist meaning that you kind of incorporate all three but of course your focus is singing but just creativity right and you want to become an artist you want to become a performer and you want to be intentional about it so whether that means a full-time career, whether that means a little uh, side hustle or a fun creative outlet, but you are intentional. You want to be the best you can be. Now, I've also heard from some of you that you do wanna make money. And that's something that you struggle with when it comes to being a singer and performer, aside from confidence and not having the time, which is something else that I hear, but also you're like, I don't know how to make money like as an artist and a performer, like how do I make money? This is the episode for you. This is the interview for you. I'm interviewing Gail Keyes Allen. She is a business coach who has helped coaches and other entrepreneurs find and build or find their own niche and build an income and escape corporate so that they can truly level up in their business and their lives and I'm so excited for you to hear from her because she works with a lot of creative people and she herself is very creative and I knew that it would align with you guys because I know that you're all creatives like that's the space we are creatives here. And so I can't wait for you to listen in and truly like listen, take notes. I was taking notes. Take notes on what she says to do and implement them um, and truly see how that um, helps you move forward as an artist, specifically someone who wants to be intentional about actually making money as an artist, as a creative person and friends. It starts with, you know, getting that business set, getting that sense, getting that mindset of like, this is a business and it's going to work and it's going to make money. And so I'm really excited for you to get into this. I'm excited for you to hear the conversation with Gail. So without further ado, Gail Keys-Allen. All right, all right, creatives. We are here with Gail Keys-Allen. Miss Gail, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing amazing. Yes. Happy to be here.
1: Yeah, me too. You are the money maven. You are... An entrepreneur who I've heard your story through Kathy Heller's podcast, like we've talked about, and hearing your story again and again, and then, of course, hearing it from you personally, when we were able to um, first connect, I was just amazed at how much is possible when you, first of all, believe that you have a gift to give, that you have something to share with people, and then you actually take steps to do that, which we're all about on the Sing Confidently Live Creatively podcast, specifically as creatives, as artists, you know, taking those first steps to believe that we have a gift to give and then sharing that with others. And I love how you um, help people to do that and to turn that into a business and to really uh, make money and to financially support and thrive, you know, financially as well, which artists don't always have that Um aren't always encouraged to do and so I'm I'm so excited to have you on thank you yeah so give us a little bit of backstory for people who don't know your story how did you become who you are now how did you get to where you are now as an entrepreneur and as a creative person too and what was that journey like for you because I want artists to hear how they can kind of see this process in their own lives as well
0: Okay, well, I'm probably older than a lot of your guests, so I love to put my age out there because I hear a lot of really young people, like in their 30s, saying that it's too late or they're too old. I'm 67 years young. I have redone, remade, reinvented my life multiple times, but I want to kind of take it back and I'll make it concise, but when I was a little girl, I wanted to be an artist and a writer. Like I was very good with drawing and very creative and it was not encouraged at all. And so I pretty much kind of put it on the back burner Went I went to college and majored in business and played it safe. But I hated it. I hated it, hated it, hated it and um, got out of school, got corporate jobs, hated it, hated it. But then I got to a point probably in my late, well, mid mid to early 40s, where I just decided to start experimenting and exploring my creativity. So I took drawing classes, I took calligraphy, I took um, metalsmithing and made jewelry. So I really like started to explore the, my creative nature. Um, so fast forward to when you became aware of me with Kathy Heller's podcast. I was working in corporate for many years and trying to figure out how can I still tap into this creative side. And when I did her program, I said to her, I want to do something with money and creativity. And it's so funny because I had no clue what that could be. And I experimented a lot. And I think, that's one thing that's really important for your audience is that they be willing to experiment. Like whatever you're curious about, I encourage you to go for it, to learn more about it, to try it. Um, You know, no matter what your modality of the arts is, there are so many other aspects of it. You know, if you dance and you're into ballet or modern or whatever, then try tap or try other things. If you draw and use pencil, do watercolor and do other, like really explore other things. And the other thing I like to encourage people to to do, and I learned this from my mentor, is to meld two different, totally different, um, like business ideas or, or topics together. She calls it thought babies and I love that. It's like you take two different things, like I said, Uh, creativity and money. Those are two different things. And what I first started doing was um, money journaling and um, also art art journaling around money. So using uh, manifestation tools and also um, just like scrapbooking and all of those things, but all around money. And so if you want to change your money beliefs and you're a more creative person, then you could do an art journal and use affirmations in your art journal, or you could draw and put all around the topic of money and lifting your vibration around money. And that's, that's really what I did. But I noticed that people were creative about my business side because I had run businesses before I had several other businesses. I ran other people's businesses. And so Um, I decided to get certified as a life coach and mostly because it helped me totally change the way I view the world, like totally change my mindset. Um, And from there, I started coaching people on launching their business, do it from a creative space like um, what Kathy teaches is like figuring out what you're made to do. And that's what I do. I help people turn their passion and their purpose into their paycheck.
1: Wow. That's amazing. And it's what so many people long to do, might not even realize that they long to do. Like when you're telling your story about, you know, I got into business, or I went to school for business and I hated it. And I went in, to corporate America and I hated it. But like you, you said it yourself, you're playing it safe, right? So a lot of times we think, okay, this is a safe thing to do. This is the right thing to do anyone who's listened to my show before or knows my story knows that I was similarly, like I was on the pre-med path in college. I was in the medical field. Like that was what I was doing. That's what I was working in after college. I even started medical school too. And then God said, no, like I've called you to be an artist and I've showed you that clearly before. And I'd kind of just like, been am like, Oh no, I don't, I don't know. I can do it on the side, but And, you know, that's valid, too. Like, you can absolutely have the arts in your life at any capacity. But I knew that God was calling me to actually make it my career and actually, you know, go go all in on it. And it was something that took a lot of courage. And I see that from you, that it took that courage to realize that, no, this is something that I can do and I want to do. And I'm not going to play it safe. I have a gift. I have this creativity in me. And I love how you talked about experimenting. You have to just, I always say, take small steps of action. Like you just got to do something. <laughs> you just got to do something.
0: Yeah. And some of the things I left out, I mean, I was a personal trainer and I did catering. I mean, I really did because I liked to cook and I i used to be an exercise fanatic. Like, So I figured I was doing it anyway. So, I, I mean, I really believe that life is about play and exploration. Um, and that we don't have to fit in a box. And the yeah. the other point that I wanted to make, too, is all those years I was suffering doing something that I hated. And I made three times more money in my first year of business than I did in corporate. So it just blew my mind that once I was doing something that I was called to, at the, the, it's like the floodgates opened up, and I want people to know that it does not like people have told me. Like sometimes I wonder, like what is it you're doing? Because you know I do experiment, and I even get creative with the names of my different programs. And when I'm like, I use Canva a lot, and I taught Canva, and I just make creative pages for the things that I sell. So. I find ways to bring it into all aspects of my life. And when it brings you joy, you don't mind spending the time doing it. And that's how you make money. That's how you make money. You do not make money doing the same thing that everybody else is doing.
1: Yeah, it's so good. Thank you so much for that. I needed to hear that myself as someone who's also new to like the business space, starting my online voice studio hearing you, like, I just feel like it's so much wisdom being poured out. So thank you for that. And I want to kind of like break it down for everyone listening to. So, cause you talked about how you work with people, of course, to turn their passion into a paycheck. And you mentioned mindset from the very beginning. So when you're coaching people, and I mean, you could, and even from how you saw yourself in your own journey, when you're coaching people, and you are taking those first initial steps with them, like in the first few coaching calls, Mm -hmm. Um, what are those major, like one or two, like major roadblocks that you really have to just completely like get rid of when it comes to mindset before you can even do anything else? Because I want people to know what they are so we can just tackle those first and foremost, so we can actually move forward as artists.
0: That's that's really good because lately I've been doing a lot of free calls to get in touch with more people and connect and see where their head is at. And the biggest mindset blocks that I see is um, they believe that they can't change, that they can't learn something new, that it's too late. Um, They believe that they can't make money doing what they love. Um, A lot of people let their spouses or a significant other, their opinion get in the way. Um, And so those are some of the main things. Um, Oh, and the other thing is they're afraid to make decisions. So that's like the really big one. They are afraid to pick one thing and go all in. And I see that with 99% of the people that I either work with or talk to. Um, In order to make money and to really put yourself out there, you got to make quick decisions. You have to be willing to make a decision, evaluate it, and then redirect. So most people want to like overthink things and make sure they're making the right decision. But there is no right decision in life at all, because even the decisions you might think about over and over and over and finally make could take you down a road you never thought you would go there. So I def, like yesterday, I told a young lady, unless you are willing to make quick decisions, and the first one is deciding what you are going to focus on. I can't work with you. You're going to be stuck. And you can't help someone that's afraid to make decisions. And you can't change your life if you're afraid to make decisions.
1: That is really, really powerful. Fear of making decisions. I myself have always said, like, I'm very indecisive. So over time, that's something that I'm, like, working on and have had to work on. Because you do have to make quick decisions oh, I'm sorry, when you're wanting to, um, yeah, if you're wanting to be of service to someone when you're starting a business, right, you have to be able to make quick decisions, right? Yeah. You have to be able to make, um, you have to be able to think on your feet, kind of, and just, like, totally. be in the moment, right?
0: Totally. Yeah. If, if you have, Say you want to transition into your own business. Like, give me an example of a type of business that maybe your average listener would have or, or the, the profession they're in.
1: Right. So, for instance, if you're an actor, you feel like you've been acting for a while and you'd like to offer acting coaching or coaching for actors or aspiring actors.
0: Okay. So, someone like that, first of all, they would say, I don't know how to do it. That's the first thing that they would say, I don't know how to do it. And then they would say, well, who's going to take me seriously because I never did it before? Well, you know how to act. So if you know how to act, you know how to coach people in acting. But unless you believe that you can, you won't do it. And so people, I say, they, they argue for their limitations. People argue for their limitations all the time and they will try to convince themselves and you why they can't do it instead of looking at all that you do have to work with. And that's, I mean, we're, we're kind of trained that way. Like I, I believe in so many ways that we're brainwashed by society that things have to be a certain way, you know? So if I'm an actor, I have to follow this path and this path is going to lead to success. If, if I'm a singer, I have to follow this path and that will lead it to success. You know, if I'm an attorney, doctor, whatever, it's not true. It's a lie. Um, and until we're willing to unpack those lies and misconceptions, it's very challenging. It's very challenging. Um, and so I really, really encourage people to ask themselves, is it really true that you don't know how to do it? Because just because you never did something before doesn't mean that you can't do it now. And you have to look for evidence. So the other thing I would ask them is, is anybody that's a singer doing something different? Is anyone that's an actor doing something different? Look at them for evidence. There are plenty of people in those fields that are doing a multitude of things their own way and making a lot of money. So a lot of times we have to look for proof, look for evidence.
1: That's so good. Thank you so much for saying that. That's why like, and these days, of course, with social media, like you can look up so many different people. And um, you can actually dig in and see like, oh, they're actually doing this that's different, that's unique, and be inspired by that. Um, And kind of transitioning to that, because I know that you and people that you've coached, right, who have started these businesses, um, a lot of the times you're putting yourself out there online, right? You are um discovering or helping them discover how to create a personal brand, which is so important for artists, especially in this day and age. Like if you want to truly become a performer, you want to become an artist, you gotta put yourself out there. Putting yourself out there online is going to be helpful to you. Um mm-hmm. when you are auditioning, right? write casting directors, they look online. They want to see like who are you as a person? And especially if you are also wanting to create a business, right? Having that personal brand is super important. And making it cohesive to include you as a performer, maybe you as your a business, if you're an actor and an acting coach, if you're a singer and a voice coach, um, etc., dancer and a dance teacher, etc. A lot of people are having these kind of like dual um artist entrepreneur um goals, right? And so um having that ability to brand yourself online is super important. So once once like your students and once people have overcome their mindset right those mindset blocks that we talked about right of believing that they have a gift that they have something and believing that they can teach it that they can share it because they've done it before and um not letting being able to make that decision and to say like yes i'm going to do this once they've made that decision once they're You know, tackling those mindset blocks, is the next step to start building a personal brand to start putting themselves out there? Or would you say the next step is to start like testing ideas? How do we get into like building a personal brand? Where does that kind of fall into place when it comes to making money as artists, turning our passion into profit?
0: Well, I think that a lot of those things overlap. So one thing that I do as far as the mindset piece is A lot of times people aren't aware of their beliefs. So, what I will have them do is start showing up online and track what their thoughts are and their resistance is. Because when you put yourself in that kind of situation, you're going to have all kinds of thoughts about it. I mean, so many people are like, I'm not doing this right. I don't look pretty enough. My skin looks bad. My hair looks crazy. My this, my that, my that, whatever. So, all of those thoughts. Are mindsets that we work on. They're like sentences in your brain that keep you stuck. So I have my clients do those things simultaneously. So you are putting yourself out there online. You are talking to people. You are testing things. And then you are paying attention to the resistance that comes up. That's really the piece because the resistance is not going to come up all the time in just a a regular conversation between me and my client. A lot of those, um, what I call resistance, those subconscious thoughts coming out when you're feeling kind of like the stress or the push back against doing something that you really are uncomfortable doing.
1: That's so, so important. Putting yourself out there and being aware, like noticing what is the resistance here and then dealing with it from there. But i like that the the it's it's intersectional like it's all overlapping because you have to take action like you just have to take action in order to see that development and see that growth in your mindset and that change over time so i love that you said that do you think that um for so for instance let's continue with our actor example and Anyone listening, whatever your creative outlet is, whatever your um, creative passion is, you can absolutely apply this to the situation, right? So if the actor now is putting themselves out there, they're starting to kind of, you know, show up online, maybe they're doing um, um, monologue Monday where they're posting themselves doing a monologue on Mondays and, you know, they're talking to people in their comments and at the same time, you know, they're saying, okay, like I'm struggling with, you know, showing up in this way. Let me kind of deal with that. Let me, you know, uh, take that more seriously. And then from there, they're saying, okay, like I want to offer maybe a class or something. I'm going to post it on my Instagram or I'm going to send it to my email list, right? Um, Do you recommend like, okay, start with a free class or would you say start building your email list first, right? So create a freebie, maybe create a you know, five steps to choose the per- perfect monologue, um, you know, free download that you can, you know, let people know about so that they can join your email list. And then from there, you can sell to your email list. How would you say, like, are those first kind of first couple steps people can take to start to actually sell? And then we'll get into the mindset of selling as well.
0: <laughs> well, I want your audience to know that I made in 2022, I made 300,000 with no freebie. I still don't have a freebie and I started my business in 2021, the middle of 2021. So I subscribe to just get started. Just talk to people, talk to people, invite people, tell them to invite their friends. I'm not saying don't do a freebie because you want to at some point focus on list building. But I know that a lot of those things get in people's way. So the thing is to be willing to start with two, three, five, seven, ten people. Like literally. Because when you start with those people, then they tell somebody else, then they tell somebody else. And then again, this goes to overlapping. Like I don't think it should be like, don't do this till you do that, and don't do this till you have that. Um, I believe you have to keep moving and fill in the gaps. Keep moving and fill in the gaps. So What you do is you start talking to people and and the thing is to be willing to talk to people because when you talk to people, then you know their words that they use and then you use their words in your marketing, in your freebie. So what you think the problem is that people might have may be different than what they think the problem is or they may express it in a different way. Like the other day, I did a call with a woman and she said, I feel like an entrepreneur trapped in an employee body. What? So I immediately started using that. Like, if you feel like an entrepreneur trapped in an employee body, we need to talk. I posted it on my Facebook. And then I said, comment below. Let's talk. So many people were commenting. that, And then you asked them, would you like to get on a call? And we can talk about this and you could tell me what, how you're challenged with, with your inability to get parts or your inability to do whatever it is. So it doesn't have to start out perfect. Like I really encourage people to start out scrappy. Then once you talk to people, then once you have their words, not yours. Now, these are all based on mistakes I made, too, because I didn't know this stuff. You know, but the more people you're willing to talk to for free, it's it's more data. It's more data and it helps you to communicate with people better. And then you know what they'll buy too. So if they say, I really need help with XYZ, then you create something to help them with that. You don't create what you think the problem is the way that you would say it. And then focus on growing your list as you go. And and a big way to grow your list is to offer a free training. So I'm like all about it. Offer some kind of masterclass, training, challenge because people will opt into that and that's how you grow your list. So if you want to if you want to coach actors, then you create a masterclass. I would suggest they start with like something that's 1 hour, easy to do create a masterclass, invite everybody, tell everybody, like, don't be afraid to talk to people. A lot of people just want to post and run. Like I posted 10 times on social media and nobody signed up. Okay. Talk to some people. Like posting and running is not going to grow anything. It's not going to help you make money. So from, from there, you, you just have to keep communicating, emailing, even if you have 10 people on your list emailing them, reaching out, offering them something, and they will start to tell their friends. Like I started offering these these free 30-minute sessions, and then people were telling their friends, hey, Gail, it's amazing. You schedule yourself a call. And then the woman that did that, her and her friend want to work with me. That's how you that's how you grow your business.
1: Yeah. That's so good. I love the part about the offering of free training because that's something anyone can do. Even now, like even if you're like, I don't even know if I want to, you know, necessarily start a business. Okay, just say like, hey, like, come dance with me. Like, let's do a dance, you know, a Zoom dance class together or in person dance class. Like, I'm running the studio. Come dance with me. Like, it's free. Invite your friends and and you love to dance. You're a dancer. You're a choreographer. Just you know put together an hour dance class right and like all those people can sign up and you get people on your email list maybe you don't even know if you want to sell to them that's fine you can just do like a, a newsletter once a month or something like that and you have people who are there in your community like you've already built a community then so when you are going and you are auditioning for something or you are going and you are you know um i don't know yeah you're auditioning because that's what we do as artists right as performers and you can say like oh i have this like online community of dancers you know and i know that they would love to see this show right that i'm auditioning for right? and you could promote the show that you're in to this group of people therefore helping you as an artist even more so like it always helps to have some sort of online community and platform as an artist no matter whether even if you don't even wanna be a coaching. So this is so, so important for us to understand because this is how we build and develop as artists and so that we can make more money so we can truly, you know, do this and have this as our as our career path that, that is what we know that we're called to do. And so that is so good. So there, good.
0: There, there's like a perfect example of someone I follow online. And he's mm-hmm. probably in his 30s i'm I, i'm sure he's only in his 30s but his name is love russell no not La russell is that no that's not his name well, i forgot i can't remember i wish i could remember i'll give it i'll give it to you so you can put it in the show notes because yeah he, no problem he's a rapper and maybe that is his name but anyway he's a rapper and he decided i don't want to get a. I don't want to be work with a label i don't want to do things in a traditional way he started performing in his backyard. I think that is his name. He started performing in his backyard and posting it on Instagram every day. And then he just started inviting people from the neighborhood. I mean, he, I watched him grow his following. He's over a million followers now. And now all the big boys are reaching out to him, but he was willing to do it messy. Like He doesn't dress fancy. He doesn't have anything fancy. Literally, when he first started, he had the garage door open at his parents' house. He was making T-shirts and selling them and performing in the garage. And then they built something in the backyard. I mean, how creative can you get? He's still doing what he loves and he's putting it out there and people are going to find you. Like for me to find him, What? That's so crazy, right? I admire his game. I admire his tenacity. That's what's required. You do not have to wait for someone else to open the door for you and say, come on in. You're welcome here. We want to pay you, right? You can create multiple opportunities for yourself and do even better than you could if they were offering you something. And I want to give another example. They should watch Sylvester Stallone. Um, he they have like a, a his story on Netflix, and I just watched it. And as an actor, no one would give him a part. They thought he looked like a thug. Like they gave him like a couple of like spots as extras as a thug, and told him, you know, you're a good writer. You should write, but you cannot act. And so he just started writing, going all in on writing different screenplays and all type of things. And then nobody was like taking him seriously. So for a couple of years, he kept writing, writing, going in deep, like seriously committing his time, like putting blackout curtains up and working all night and truly like giving it his all. And then he decided if nobody's going to hire me, then I'm going to write a movie for myself, and put myself in it. And that ended up being Rocky. And then it was like Rocky one, Rocky two, Rocky three. And then all of a sudden, he wins an Academy Award. And he's this amazing actor. And we all all knew you had talent, but here, they weren't paying any attention to him whatsoever. So it's way more important that you are all in on yourself. Like no matter how many no's you get, you gotta be all in on yourself because you can you can go very far that way.
1: This is so good. I feel like you've given so many people, myself included, so many ideas of what how we can go all in, how we can make that fast decision of like, okay, I'm going to, you know, just like Loresto or whoever their lover is <laughs> to put myself out there online. That's his name, Loresto, right? So put myself out there online. Like I'm just going to do this. I'm going to communicate with people every single day on what I do, on what I love to do, because there are people out there who wish they could take a dance class, who wish they could, you know, learn how to act and sing. And they just need someone to say, like, raise their hand, like, hey, I do this, like I love to do this. I'm happy to help. And our responsibility to put it out there yeah thank you for all the idea all those ideas all that wisdom I do want to close because I want people to hear what you do and we've heard about these free coaching calls and I want people to hear what you do and how you can help them especially as creatives right Um, because you get your from that perspective of your creativity matters and so I really want people to hear that and hear what you do um but I do want to just touch on the I, the mindset close on the mindset and also practicalize it um for people moving forward because when they are putting themselves out there and they are developing that personal brand and they've done the free training and it's time to sell and that whole mindset of the starving artist comes to mind of like you know is it is it worthwhile for me to you know, for my art to like actually make money, like is it because maybe they're not even selling coaching, maybe they're selling their actual art, right? They're a singer and they're wanting to, you know, you know, ask people to stream their music or they are um a painter, right? And they're selling paintings. It's like this whole mindset that has been just like you said, brain we've been brainwashed with all throughout our lives, right? I was like you don't make money if you're an artist. You just don't. Like, you are starving. Your art is not worth being paid that much for. So don't sell for a lot of money or at all, really. You should just do it for free, right? So that mindset might come back in again, hindering us from even make taking those action steps of, like, selling to people after they have taking that free training so what would you say to that person who's like okay i hear you i got these ideas i'm excited but then when it comes to actually selling i don't know about that i'm like you know i don't i love to do this so maybe i should just be a starving artist
0: right well nobody should be a starving artist first of all Mm -hmm. second of all you have to be willing to pay for what you offer So you have to know that what you offer is of value and that if you love it, other people will love it. But if you're wishy-washy about it, other people are going to be wishy-washy about it. So whatever energy you bring to the work, it vibrates to other people. So it's not really about what other people think of it. It's what you think of it first. And whatever you think of it, they're going to have similar thoughts. So that's something that to really keep in mind, I was in this program and this lady, it was for business owners, and this lady is a painter. And she was painting um, singers like from the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s. And she was doing well, but she was saying that she went to like this outdoor like arts festival and she decided to paint a couple of people of color. And I think she might be Hispanic. So she did these paintings of a couple of artists of color, sold them out. People started asking for more and more. She started like raising her prices. It's easier and your people may not have heard this before, but it's easier to sell something expensive than something cheap. It's way easier. I don't know the logic behind it, but I didn't find that from my experience when you offer something that's very inexpensive, they don't really view it as valuable. And so you have to look at what the you have to look at what the market is. So you don't want to underprice yourself for the market. But also sometimes you just, and I say this, kind of like hit it and run. Like put the price on there, be scared, but do it anyway. Like you you're gonna be scared. The first time I told somebody, the first probably 20 times I told people how much I charge, I, I was scared. I was like, oh my God, they're probably gonna think it's too much, and they're probably not gonna wanna pay that. And then the person says, Okay, how do I pay you? And then you're like, What the heck? I I did all this worrying for nothing. So you you have to be willing to like kind of price it where your system can acclimate to it and challenge yourself a little bit outside of your comfort zone and just keep practicing. Saying the price, saying the price, believing that your work is amazing. Because like I said, if you don't believe it's amazing, no one else is going to believe it's amazing. They're, they're just not, your energy is going to be so low vibe that they're going to be like, oh, that's, that's nice. Because who hasn't seen art that you don't get you know, like, like I go to a lot of art galleries and museums and stuff, and I'm looking at stuff like, what? They sold that? They're famous for that. I but know. Somebody loves it. Somebody is going to love whatever you put out there, as long as you love it and you are committed to your work
1: that's so good that love and commitment making the decision i feel like that's a beautiful place to end that's where we've kind of just come back to again and again so i feel like it's what people need to hear so thank you so much for sharing that i want people to know how they can find you how they can connect with you what are what's something that you're really excited about offering for people um that way they can get in touch with you
0: yeah the best way to get in touch with me is on instagram um under my name gail keys allen and there uh, like i mentioned if your people want to get on a free 30-minute calls these are not sales calls they're specifically to give value and if you Mm -hmm. find value in it just give me a testimonial or whatever but if if you found value in this podcast episode you'll find value in being coached one-on-one by me so that's something they can sign up for Um, the link is in my instagram And then the other um, thing that I have coming up in the next month or two is I'm writing a book and I'm almost finished and it's called Escape the 9 to 5, how to turn your passion and purpose into your paycheck. And then I'm also creating a five-day challenge called the 9 to 5 Exit Plan Challenge. And I'm, I'm working on a freebie now under a similar title. So it's for people that are like doing work they really don't want to be doing. They're scared, but they need a plan to follow through. And um, and so that's how I help people. I help them figure out like, what is their offer? What's their next best thing? What's the thing that's going to bring them joy? What do they really desire? And this the big thing is, how much money do you want to make? That's one of the first questions I ask people. How much money do you want to make? Because your plan from there varies depending on how much money you want to make. So all of those things are um, what I'm helping people with what's so
1: good thank you so much i'm so excited for the book i can't wait to buy it i can't wait for the challenge i can't wait to join it you guys make sure you get connected with gail so you don't miss out on any of this i'll make sure i put all the links in the bio um or in the bio in the show notes so that way you have access to that i would love for you to get connected with gail thank you so much gail for being here and sharing all your wisdom
0: welcome i loved it thank you for inviting me
1: of course. All right. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. Have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you later. Thank you so, so much for listening to today's episode and to this show. I'm so in awe of you for being here and showing up for your creative gifts. That takes courage. Don't forget to join the Performing Arts community on Facebook for support and inspiration as you continue on your journey. If this episode helped or inspired you in any way, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share it with someone. It means so, so much. Thank you again, and don't forget to keep singing, acting, dancing, performing, and living creatively. Talk to you next time.